You have found yourself on another episode of Locked on Bulls. In today's episode, we're going to talk about and ask the question, is evaluation or getting wins more important to the Chicago Bulls with where they are now? We'll get into all that and more right after this. You are Locked on Bulls, your daily podcast on the Chicago Bulls, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. You found yourself on another episode of Locked On Bulls. Wait a second. What am I doing? Welcome to Locked On Bulls. <laughs> Member of the Locked On Podcast Network. <laughs> Works your team every day. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel, the official sportsbook uh, partner of Locked On. Make every moment more. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On today to get started. That's Pat, the designer, host and creator of the Windy City Breeze. I'm Hayes, host and creator of Chicago Bulls and Chicago Bears Central. Pat. Simple question thrown to you. What is more important as we look towards the Bulls ending their season? Is it the evaluation of players, whether it be younger players or players that they want to keep on the roster long term? Or do you think they still should be fighting to get every win possible? We're, we're, right now, we're getting into we're going to an all-star break. Some things change after that. Where do you think the Bulls' focus should be? Fight to win. You're not going to lose enough to make the playoffs. Right? You're not, or I'm sorry, you're not going to lose enough to 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 make the the get a top four pick. You're just not. I know I know that that's the pipe dream we want to live yeah. through now. Let's live in the reality that can happen. Fight to win. Add as much as you can. If you believe in these young players, realize that these young players with belief need playoff experience. Whether you like it or not, whether you like that you're going to go in there and get your butt kicked or not, whether whatever it is. If you believe in Kobe White, if you believe in Patrick Williams, if you believe in Io DeSumo, Zach Levine, whoever it is, these young players need playoff experience. One year of playoff experience don't mean that you – it means you got there. You saw some stuff, right? They need to be able to go in in a competitive environment and understand what it's like to build up that mindset. You got to win. You know, you, you've won too many games for you to even be thinking about tanking. And so well, that's me, why it's the difference no between point. tanking and evaluation. So let, I want to make the clear distinction there. That's why I didn't put tanking in, in, in the title. So I'm not yeah. saying tank to try to lose. I'm more so saying let's see what Dale and Terry looks like playing 15 minutes game. Still fight to win, but but play to win, but you get to see them in extended minutes. That is playing Kobe White, maybe using him differently in the offense where you focus on him a little bit more. That's what I meant by evaluation, not necessarily yeah. tanking. But see, I, I think I think they go hand in hand, right? You're not planning on winning many games to me if you're playing Dale and Terry 15 minutes a night. You're not planning on winning many games. I mean, if you're, are they planning <laughs> on winning many games playing exactly 30 minutes I, I, a night? Well, here's, the, here's the thing. They're planning on it, right? But it's not it's not working out. That's, that's what it's coming down to at the end of the day. There's a plan in place to win this game, but it's just not happening. So um, for me, right, like – I, I I would rather see you go out there and try to win as much as possible. Try to see you get into the playoffs. Here's the thing. I, I know where we're at, and it sucks, right? In a normal season or in a season that felt like it was regular season, we're completely out of the playoffs. We have no hope. <laughs> Unfortunately, we still do. <laughs> there, no hope, right? Like, I, I'm at the point right now where I'm just like, please, just, like, beat me to death. Like, just, just put us out of our misery. Can we be mathematically eliminated from the playoffs? No, we aren't. 
and we're not going to be for a long time in this season. Oh, so yeah, for the, me, it, everything's so tight. I don't think we'd be eliminated from technically playoff contention just like the man, last week of the season. We could lose five more games and still have a chance to make the playoffs. Yep. Because the teams ahead of us are also consistently losing games. So for me, I, I think that you have to go out there. You try to you try to do the best you can, um, get as many wins as you can, go out there and and put the best team on the floor that you can every night. And I think the Bulls are going to do that, right? That's why they're looking into the buyout market. That's why they're looking to bring in uh, players like Russell Westbrook, possibly, right? It's not it's not just to evaluate the team, which I think that is a part of it, it but it's also, hey, we feel like this player can help us win. Whether that happens or not, we'll see. That, that's going to be interesting to see. But I just think that uh, I think that you put yourself in a bad situation, especially with your younger players, especially those that have shown improvement, like Kobe White, Patrick Williams at times, right? When he's being more aggressive, if you just say, all right, we, we, we're we we're going to let you guys do more. But for the most part, we realize this team isn't going to win. We're kind of giving up. I, I see. I, I disagree. Like, I, I think you're associating with playing young people with having the mindset of let's let's lose and they, they could be two very different things you can empower your young people people and, and by saying listen we we think that where we stand right now we get better energy better chance of winning and honestly like we talked about with Kobe White we're basically saying at that point to evaluate Kobe we think he also gives us a better chance of winning I don't think it goes hand in hand with thinking that you're going to you're adopting a losing mindset or behavior just because you want to invest and you're now saying we're going to bet on these younger players that at least theoretically are going to be a longer part of your team than almost any other uh, people on the team. And then on top of that, we got one game of playoff, technically playoff experience last season. Even with that being said, how much did that one game really help? I own Patrick Williams have had a worse season than what they started off last season with. So like, I, I just, I don't know how much value is in this whole Let's get playoff experience for a team that very well may not even make it to the actual playoffs and be like, I'm still saying play to win every game. And but you can do that and try to look at other players. You can do that and still realize that right now, before you worry about playoff experience, Dalen Terry barely got any game experience. Right. Yeah. Like, so it's it's that kind of mindset to, to, to look at, at least I think. Well, I, I, I'll say this. I, I think that. um the days of Dalen Terry not getting game experience are behind us, right? We know when Billy Donovan latches on to a guy, uh, especially a young guy, he's he's going to try and give him more of a role, give him more opportunity. Dalen Terry in two games, that didn't still man that three ball. I swear it'd be looking good, but he missed every one. Hey, um, but the mechanics have improved a little bit. He still got a whole offseason to work. Improved. The mechanics have definitely improved, though. Mechanics have definitely improved, but his confidence is up. So I think we'll see more from Dalen Terry. I mean, in real, if we're being realistic, right, we saw that last night. We saw them fight with their young guys last night versus a team full of young guys, right? Um, there were there were a lot of things that I said I liked from last night, right? I, I liked how Pat Will played. I like how aggressive he was going to the bucket. I liked how Kobe White shot the basketball. Uh, I Pat Will is such a conundrum, dog. It's just like, bro, just do it more. Just like, don't, don't take. Bro, I told y'all they need to take him to see a sports psychologist over the summer, and they need to hypnotize, bro. Like, it's just like <laughs> I don't even, I don't even know what to do, bro. Like, you are Jordan. <laughs> like, like seriously, man. Like, he just start chewing. He take Billy Donovan's gum and just start chewing it and walking around. Oh, that's a, that's that's a, that's 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 going a bit far. I mean, hey, you know, Mike always had the gum in the mouth. No, bro. no, no I agree. I agree. Looking at you. 
Bro, that's funny. <laughs> um, I just I, this, where this team sits right now, and, and no, for I know see people. I'm, we, let, let's do this one before we go uh, in this segment. This uh, comment from MC Season: uh, If the Bulls do make the playoff a playoff run, Acme are not moving on from the big three this offseason. I completely disagree with that, Pat. What do you think? No, I I fully disagree, and it goes into Casey Johnson's report, right? That the one thing that I can say about Acme that that while it is annoying to us, I do value. And let you know what I'm gonna ask y'all this: Would you rather we had Sean Marks, <laughs> a reactionary GM? Sean Marks changed his game plan for the Brooklyn Nets. 10 times they were going to be young in the Spurs. Then they were going to be superstar heavy. Then they were, y'all all seen the clip where buddy breaks down everything they did. Would you rather we be the nets? Because that's what y'all are asking for day in and day out. While it is annoying at times that we don't hear from AK, while it is annoying at times that we don't see him make the big splashy moves, at the end of the day, I like having a GM that doesn't just have a knee-jerk reaction because the fans are upset and say you yeah. should go do something. Yeah. Would you rather be the Brooklyn Nets? Now, I'll say this. I'd rather be the Brooklyn Nets now. Cause that young team looking crazy right now, bro. Bro, <laughs> bro. They got they got players that just are too young to realize that they can't do what they doing, so they do it anyway. That's all it is, bro. Like, and then when Cam Johnson gets fully healthy, now he's gonna he's just gonna have the green light, bro. That's that's gonna be a team, bro. Cam Johnson, bro. I was watching him last night. I was like, man, he's he's not even a focal point on this team. We drafted the Cam wrong player from North Carolina that year. Maybe. I don't know. You want to know you want to know why? Cuz Cam Johnson's like 27. Cam Johnson is was the that oldest old? player in that draft. Cam Johnson's very old, bro. Like <laughs> he said he's he's, like, not, he is 26 old. years old. Bro, Cam Johnson is up there. <laughs> Cam Johnson is up. And he's there. about to turn 27 next month. Oh yeah, yeah. Cam okay, Johnson. I, is I, I feel you. Yeah. Yeah. I feel you know bro. what I mean? Like that's that's a player you add to a team that's more finished. Yeah. Which yeah. I think he went to. Who did he get? Did he get drafted by the Suns? Yeah, he got drafted by the Suns. Yeah, he got drafted by the Suns. That that makes that makes more sense to me. That makes more sense. Yeah, in the lottery though. But all right, we're gonna next up. We're gonna talk about Casey Johnson's reports and what we're hearing about Russell Westbrook and John Wall and the and the Bulls' interest there. But before we do that, gotta talk to you guys about FanDuel. The midway point of the NBA season is here, and now is the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Because new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Then you can start. Then you can bet on anything from the money line to the point scores and threes drain. Plus, FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a chance at an even bigger payout with a same-day parlay. So don't miss out on the chance to get your no-sweat-first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. That's FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting par partner of the NBA. All right, Pat. Seems like the Bulls are circling. We've heard rumors and everything now. Casey Johnson reports that the Bulls have had conversations with John Wall in his camp. We've heard the same thing about Russell Westbrook. Woj even had a report, I think, early this morning uh, that, uh, or late last night, that Russ was given permission to speak to the Bulls, the Jazz, the Heat, 
and the Clippers, I think, were a team in that as well. Yep. yep. What do you think of? Um, I think that it means that the Bulls have chosen their direction. I think that it means that the Bulls have chosen what they're focusing on in the buyout market. We've heard, we've heard them also talk to Patrick Beverly um, as a guy that they might want to bring in. Bulls feel like they need a point guard. Bulls feel like they need a guy that legitimately can go out and play point guard. Um, and they, it clearly tells me that they don't feel like they have one on the roster. So we're seeing what we're, 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 we're validated in what we're seeing. Now I will say this, uh, John Wall to me, I don't know if he's a, if he's a pure point at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he's never been a pure point. I've never looked, talked about John Wall as man, that man really set that offense up. I've talked about John Wall as man, that man is the offense. Um, so I don't know how much value he adds to your team. It would be fun to see. It'd be cool to see John Wall in the Bulls jersey. I would like to see somebody that can go out there and get a bucket. Um, and and I think that two of those three and Russ and John Wall can do that. Um, I think that at the end of the day with this, it's like we've said already on this show, right? Like you're not going in your buyout market to find the thing that fixes your team. You're, you're, you're supposed to go into the buyout market to find some garnish. Right, like you, you talk about a big man in Serge Ibaka or something like that. Little, little sprinkle on top. Last two years, the Chicago Bulls um, have gone into the buyout market trying to find the the heart of their team. Mm-hmm. There's your problem. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, you go into the buyout market looking for the heart of your team. That's your problem. Yeah. Yeah, and and it's it's the the players even know. Like I don't know if you got to see Zach Levine's interview uh, post game where he talked about Russ and talking about Russ being a Hall of Famer and what he's done. To yeah. me, if I'm the highest paid player on the team, and for my my team to find its heart, you got to go out and get somebody else. I'm gonna take that personally, right? And Zach is just like, yeah, it's cool. Let's get it done. <laughs> Let's I, get it done. <laughs> I, I, I've said it's just. It, I love that everyone's kumbaya in the building, but everybody's too nonchalant. Yeah, bro. Nobody cares enough. We care more than what the players at least display, right? I'm going to tell you this right now. There shouldn't be a single point guard on this team that don't feel disrespected. The only players they're talking about is point guards. For a team that came in needing size and shooting. I mean, in rim protection. Yeah. I'm about to lose his job. You know how he's sitting there? If Westbrook comes here, that's all he's looking at. Yeah, that's it. Matter of fact, I will say this right now. If Russell Westbrook comes in, and I know I have been saying before, come off the – I don't even – start him. But I tell you what, you ask me one question, who loses their minutes? At this point, it's Io. Because I'm looking at Russ. I'm looking at Kobe. I'm looking at AC. Io, you the, you the odd man out. It depends on what we need, right? Like, if I need offense, AC not out there for me. But then you have Kobe. <laughs> AC been horrible offensively. Then you have, but, but then yeah. you have Kobe. Yeah. I think I think I think uh, it changes your guard rotation, right? Like because then AC just becomes a three again, which is hilarious, right? Like, <laughs> like we just put AC in any spot. AC becomes Bro, it a don't four matter. Again. He'll, he'll he'll do work. He'll do work. A- Did a- you see him a- guarding a- Miles Turner yesterday? Like, <laughs> yeah, Miles Turner. I will say this: I trash Miles Turner a lot. He's improved his game. I've caught a couple of Pacers game this oh, year. Oh, for sure. His, his mid-range and three-point shot have absolutely Bro, improved. Last season, when when Bulls fans were like, "We all we need is Miles Turner," I was like, "He was a black hole. He doesn't pass the ball well." This was all backed by statistics. This season, he he moves the ball freely, and when yeah. he realizes he doesn't have the position or he's not going to get the shot, he passes the ball almost immediately. He's not playmaking, but he now realizes this when I need to give up the ball. He, he's he's a smarter player, a smarter now, player. 
We'll never get him. Indiana's not. Oh yeah, it's not. It's not. Indiana's not trading with Chicago, bro. All the old '90s beefs have not died. But I I think that um, when when you look at right, like the fact that nobody seems upset, that nobody Mm -hmm. seems, it it tells you there's two kumbaya in here. I would love a Pat Beverly in here. Pat Beverly would probably be only on the team for two weeks because he come in, he calls somebody out, they get mad at him, and he punch him in the face. And then, and then we all be that? wondering, like, hey, do you, does, does Zach's eye look red to you today in the game? <laughs> Is that just you that sees that? I think he has makeup on. Like, it, <laughs> You need somebody that's going to that's gonna be fired up, that's going to be a leader. And you don't have that on your team right now. And I'm not saying you're going to find that in the buyout market, right? Like, maybe that's maybe that's a young guy coming up. Maybe this team ain't the team that that finally gets the job done for AK, right? This is just the team that he had to put on the court so that we're competitive right now. We know that he he's a, he's a short-term, long-term guy. Mm-hmm. Um, but your long-term ain't showing you much. That kind of goes back to our evaluation and the fact mm-hmm. that we're looking in the buyout market for heart. We're not even looking for great point guard players. Really. And it's not just Hart. We're looking for the bio market for an identity. For a yeah. team that's been together for two seasons, for the most two part. Years in a, and, and both years, we've looked in the buyout market for an identity. That's that's wild, bro. That's crazy. I'm tell, dog, the, you want to know the craziest thing to me? We're a top 10 defense. Yeah, and have been since January. No, December 10th. We've been a top 10 defense since December it 10th. It blows my mind. I'm just like, our defense is just trash. Like, all defense across the NBA is trash. Like, we're not even, like, a 10 on that. We're, like, six. We got lucky, bro. That's all I can say. I don't know. You don't luck in the top six, bro. <laughs> you actually do because the the, where the Bulls are efficient at, uh, the Bulls still give up the most open corner threes. They give up the mm-hmm. most open post-ups. So yep. they're, the, the teams just have not been hitting shots against the Chicago Bulls. It's not just because they're just playing great defense on those on those spots. So it's a mixture of luck. But I will say this. The Bulls are they're doing a lot better defensively than what they started off the season with. But we've right. also had, even on some nights where we've been cold, we run into some very cold shooting from teams. I, I, I will. I will say that. I will say that. Um, <laughs> Tori, Buck Smokers by 30 tonight. Probably not. Exactly. Yeah, that'll It'll be competitive everything. all night. It'll yeah. be competitive all night. You know what I mean? Like, and and I don't know, man. Like when I'm when I'm looking at this here, it, I'll ask you this. Is there a point guard here that gives you a good evaluation of what your team is? Is is it Russ? Is it does Pat Bev? Pat Bev can't run an offense. Yeah, I, I will can't say run that. An offense. Pat Bev can run an offense. I, I, bro, I don't. Uh, I, all the point guards now are win now moves. I don't know how much they are for evaluation of the team where it sits now. Um, and then the thing that that too that worries me too is that all right, you get that if Lonzo Ball still not healthy, Russ signs here. If he looks great, he's going to go to a contender next offseason, sign a bigger contract than what the Bulls can offer him. Almost the same with John. I give him maybe it's more of a chance that they can maybe lock in John Wall with something this offseason if they need to. If Lonzo's not back, but I just. Uh, I'm not saying don't bring the guys in if they want to come here because if you if they look at this situation in Chicago and be like that's where I want to go praise up to them and their ancestors but yeah. it's like I don't know if that's like what does that mean for the future of the Bulls? Well, I don't think it's a long term thing. I'm just yeah. saying just for the rest of this season, right? Like to me, Russ comes here helps the Bulls get to the playoffs. The Bulls have lost five straight. It's the perfect hero situation at this point. If somebody mm-hmm. comes in and they actually feel like they can play, it's the perfect hero situation. Why now? Now the thing is that guy will probably be Pat Beverly, and and that's how I feel like it's going to be right. Like I felt like we really could get Russ at some point, mm-hmm. and then it was just like, well, losing five games don't help your season. 
<laughs> you know what I mean? Losing yeah. five games doesn't help you bring these guys in. So um, I, 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 I don't know, man. Like, I, I don't feel like – I feel like Russ would be a great evaluation PG because he can actually play point. I feel like John Wall's a move just to try and do something. And I, I, I feel like Pat Bev can run your offense, but are you going to put him in the starting lineup over Io? Nope. I, like, if anything, I'd be like, hey, t- tell Pat Bev come here so he can say some stuff to Io that, that only I said, We, we should hire Pat small. Bev as an assistant head coach right now. His, his title, player motivation coach. That's it. And just be on the sideline waiting somebody see it every time they do something. Other than that, I, I I mean, not that he doesn't have anything to offer on the court. I just don't necessarily trust Billy Donovan to use him in that role. This is a great comment. And I'll tell you this right now. Shout out to producer HAC. He said, the problem is the younger players defer to the older. Younger guys got to be more assertive. That's coaching. That's a great I, point. I, that is a great point because, and I'll tell y'all why. It's, I'm probably the only one here that's, that actually watches the Blackhawks. Um... I watched 25 games a season, my friend. That's Thank impressive, actually. Shout out to you. because I'm, I'm not a Blues fan, you. though. Hey, that's... hey look, oh, what a douchebag. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll say this, right? When you watch the Blackhawks right now, there are people that are on that team that are just amazed that they're standing next to Patrick Kane. That's fact. Like, they, they, like literally, they're skating around. They just keep giving them the puck. T- take it. You, you shoot it. I want to watch you play. That's what the Chicago Bulls feel like with the team that they currently have. That's a great point. And the one time that they don't look like that, or the two times this season when they don't look like that, is when you've removed the best player off of this team. The best scorer off of this team in DeMar DeRozan. All of a sudden, everybody else can move the ball. All of a sudden, everybody else is willing to take shots. People are willing to go to the bucket. People are willing to cut. Now, they're all, they're also cutting lanes because he's not standing in the middle of them, but people are more willing to cut. That's what the Chicago Bulls feel like this season. That's a great point. And last season, yeah. we said, who's going to step up? Y'all just keep giving the ball to DeMar. They can't be your offense. And they looked at us and said, why can't it? <laughs> <laughs> That can't be your offense. That can't but be why? offense. But why? <laughs> but give why? me a reason. Can you give me a reason why it can't be my offense? I think that absolutely can be our offense. That's tough. You're not wrong. I don't have an ad reason. We can just jump straight into the third topic. <laughs> no, I was looking at this. We have won a total of 39 games since this date last season. I mean, last year. So in, in 12 months, we've won 39 games. Oh, wrong one. Clap it up. <laughs> and that is our next topic. We're talking. It's Kobe White's birthday. We figure what better way to to d- discuss and celebrate other than clap it up for Kobe. Um, but <laughs> where do you, we we me and you seem the highest we've been on Kobe White for a while, and we're doing so in a season where his shooting's technically in the toilet. Much worse shooting percentages, much less opportunities and shots as well. Um, but going from where Kobe was last season, clap it up moment, everything to now, how your feelings evolve, change? How do you feel Kobe has changed as a player? Uh, Kobe White to me is a better player now. Okay. He's not a better shooter, but he's a better player now. And his shots are more impactful. That's what I love about the growth of him. And and we talked about this. I've I've talked about this a couple of times on this podcast, right? 
um, being able to have an offseason to work and not just starting your season is very important. And the fact that Kobe White finally got that, you see the improvement that came from that, being able to work with Chris Brickley, being able to uh, uh, um, go out there and and get his handles in order, being able to go out there and, and be able to uh, consistently find lanes. Kobe White's become a player that's consistently able to split, split the double team now, uh, being able to get to the bucket when he wants to, using his speed. I love what Kobe White's doing. He's more of a threat to shoot the ball. We talked about it last night as well. Um, when uh, when you're talking about starting point guards in the lineup, you can't sag off of Kobe White the way you could sag off of Io because he is a threat to be able to knock that down. I feel like Kobe has improved himself from this moment here when I was losing my mind. Top it up. Oh, oh, my God. Every time I hear it, it brings the anger back a little bit. <laughs> from that moment there to where he is right now, He's he's leaps and bounds a better player than he was at that point. Yeah, he's a considerably better basketball player. Like I said, the shooting numbers are what they are. Those speak for themselves. But um, I love the way that he's found ways to now uh, uh, affect the game without his shot falling. And that's something that we couldn't say about him last year. If Kobe White's shot wasn't falling... He didn't. He gave us a bunch of zero. It started yep. to change towards the end of the last season. I will say that, but like just seeing what the work that he put in in one off season, just and you know it, it speaks for itself. If you percentage on it, what are you giving the percentage that Kobe White is back in the Bulls uniform next season? Uh, I think it's high at the beginning of the season, at least because you're not gonna let him walk for nothing uh, unless you're doing a signing trade. Um, <clears throat> I think it. I think it's very high that Kobe White will be a bull next season. I, I think that um, at this point here, once you got past the trade deadline and AK evaluating everything and kind of wanting to see what he could bring to this team, I, I look at Kobe White now and what he can bring to this team, and I say, hey, that, that's a player we need. Kobe White has become a player that teams need. And it's I, I'll give AK credit on this. He had an opportunity to sell sell on Kobe White. What, what was the trade? It was going to be like a late uh, end of end of round, first round pick, and like something like that. Some some burner contracts that you could get rid of at the end of the season, right? A pack of gum um, for Billy Donovan, you know. Basically, right? You know what I mean? That that is that is the the main thing that I'm looking at with this team and saying, okay, he held on to that value. Now that value can pay off for you. Now you have the option. Now you have the option to say, okay, we can sell high because this kid's absolutely balling. Don't look at the percentages. Look at the games. Yeah. Kobe White on it. Kobe White goes to a team like a uh, Golden State would be one that I would look at, but like a team that that is really, really big, right? Like a, a team that's high in a chance, the Celtics, the, the Milwaukee Bucks, teams like that. That's a put you over the top piece right now. A little garnish on the top. You know what I mean? When you got that, when you got your team right there, you need a little garnish on top. He's we have a team top. full of garnishes, bro. Like a lot like, of garnish on this bro, team. Bro, it's like it's like trying to build no a meal. salad. No meal, just straight no, garnish. Just bro. garnish, bro. It's like if they gave you <laughs> it's like if, if you ordered wings and instead of the wings, they just gave you the pickle. Like that's it. Like no actual wings. <laughs> it's just the pickle. <laughs> <laughs> we have a team full of garnish, bro. Oh man. We got God, we man. got that plate that's just got like it's got the little piece of meat in the middle, but then it's just like garnish all around. You know what I mean? That's it's a three hundred dollar plate though. That's exactly what it is. That's wild, bro. 
That's oh, where we sit no. right now, man. But that's it today. Unless you got anything left, man. That's it, bro. We, 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 nah, we'll be man. back tonight. <laughs> we'll be back tonight, man. Follow us on everything at uh, Locked On Bulls. You can follow me on everything at Path the Designer. Clap it up, man. <laughs> You can follow me at CEO Hayes. Thank you for making Locked On Bulls your first listen every day. Now for your second listen, go and check out Game to Game NBA. Every moment, every top performance, every result. Locked On Game to Game covers every game from across the NBA with local analysis that only Locked On can deliver. Follow Game to Game on Locked On NBA, available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. For Pat the Designer, I'm Hayes. This is Locked On Bulls. Peace, y'all. Peace.